Welcome back, Weekly Warrior listeners, to another episode of the Weekly Warrior Podcast. It is me, your host, Jared Bradford. Today I'm joined by Miss Connor and Mr. Corey, and Connor is going to lead us through a discovery of making bold moves in your life. So taking action on your purpose, doing what you must do in order to live your fullest life. So we talk about what we think bold moves are and what they look like in a realistic term. We share our personal experiences with making bold moves, and there are plenty. And some are serious and some are pretty funny, as you'll hear from a story from Corey near the end of this podcast. So you're going to want to tune in for that. Guys, if you don't mind, scroll on down, give a little clickety-click on the five-star review on iTunes, or you can find us on Spotify, Stitcher, or anywhere that you like to listen to this dang thing. So without further ado, enjoy the episode. I'm leading. Yeah. 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 Connor, you you take the lead now. All right. Hey, fellas. <laughs> Hi, Connor. Hey, how's hey. it going? Hi. Um, things are going well. This is starting Good. really well. Yeah. <laughs> it's going really great. It's excellent so uh, far. So I think we're here to talk about bold moves today. Moldy moves. Um, yes, but I think before we do that, we need to do life updates. Because okay. we haven't had we haven't had a thruple episode in a while. Hmm. It's been a long so, time. It's been months yeah. actually, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So yeah. Bones, you want to give us a quick life update? Where are you? I'm all the way in the North Pole. Yeah, Michigan. you're up there. I'm way up. All the way up. I'm in Houghton, yeah. Michigan. And uh yeah, I'm in my third week of physical therapy assistant school. And yeah, it's going great. It's very different than Metro Detroit. Um, there's a lot of trees and views. I'm right on the water. I have a lot of time to work out and things are going good. It's a ton of work. I have 19 credit hours, but it's all kind of gelling together and I'm having fun and I'm, I'm successful so far. So yeah. How did your exam go today? Did you have a test today? I had a little, a little quizzy today and it went good. Yes. Quizzes aren't that big of a deal. Exams are a little more stressful. I have an exam tomorrow. So yeah, I'll be studying for that. But you were making your flashcards for that one. I was making my flashcards for the one yeah. tomorrow. Yep. It's you're about, so uh... you're so studious. No, I'm not. I'm just pretending. <laughs> and it it's works. all an act. Yeah, it works. You it's just working, pretend. Baby. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, cool. So mm-hmm. you're up in Houghton. Up Cor- in the Houghton. Corey, you want to give us a life update? <laughs> sure, I'd love to. Um... It's kind of funny. So I am currently sitting in the middle of downtown Detroit. So Bones moved away, and now I'm here. <laughs> um, I'm not here permanently, though. I did make a big move recently from Colorado back to Michigan. Um, so I'm back in Michigan, and I'm in training right now down in Metro Detroit for my new career where I'll be a foster care and adoption case manager. Whoop, whoop. Ooh, nice. Yeah. Yep. So pretty, pretty exciting stuff. How do you feel about Michigan? Is it, is it working for you? Well, um, it's been pretty gray, pretty rainy. Yeah. Um, I have really enjoyed being back around lakes 
again mm. i miss the mountains and all that stuff but like beauty is where you find it yeah. you know what i'm saying moisture is good yeah <laughs> plus aren't you so. you're dating someone now yes what's that who is this <laughs> i thought connor was in charge of this oh episode. Sorry. <laughs> sorry sorry i was sorry. gonna take the lead on this okay yeah well i mean uh, i'll just say it yeah i'm in a relationship for those of you who don't know you're if you're listening and you don't know this by now connor and i are dating your boys taken, so your girls taken yes it's pretty great it's beautiful yes. okay so, all right uh sorry connor you can go yeah there's been <laughs> a lot of there's been a lot of life changes yeah for sure so Bones is in Houghton, Coors in Detroit. I'm in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Yeah. Um, I would say, yeah, recently uh, I've been traveling a lot, mostly with Core. Core. So we've, yeah, we've been We've to, been going everywhere. We've been going everywhere. We've been going to, we went to Colorado for Mumford & Sons concert, which was a lot of fun. And we were just in Chicago for a wedding hmm. this past weekend. Yes, we were. Yeah, so we've been going on, <laughs> been going on some adventures together. Got any good stories from the wedding? I have so many good stories <laughs> that uh... we have a lot of good stories from the wedding. We cannot share those on the Maybe podcast. Maybe I... <laughs> I don't know. Maybe there's like... a time and a place for that. Yeah, I think, I think the episode title that we call a. A wholesome, good ass tale could <laughs> just <Yeah>. be <laughs> about Corey and his adventure. Yes, my wedding adventure. Yes, uh, I think. Yeah, I think we should save that. I yeah. think that's. It's, I think that should be its own minisode. It. It's a bold move, though. It's a bold move. <laughs> what he did. <laughs> I'll leave it up. To, I'll leave it up to you guys. If you guys want to do the story, we can do the story. I don't. I think we yeah, should create let's... excitement, and I think we should save it. But Corey, it's your. It's, it's a... your story. It's a pretty great story, but how about we're not we, gonna talk how about we do we're this. not gonna talk about it right now. Okay. So we just introduced it. It was a pretty bold move. Um, whether he was aware of it at the time or not. Uh, I think we should I think that should be how we end this episode. So you guys have to keep listening if you wanna know this great story. What a great idea, fair enough. Connor. Yeah, that's all right, wow. fair enough. That's you're a great salesman. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we okay. will we'll save it for the end. Yeah. It's it's great. It's hilarious. Um all right, fellas. So <laughs> let's I think we need to define what is a bold move. Mm-hmm. So bones, what do you think? Um well the first thing that comes to mind is like stepping out of your comfort zone. Definitely that is what comes to mind. Um yeah. And doing something that you've really never done before. Oh, yeah, for sure. So stepping out of your comfort zone, doing something new. Mm-hmm. Um, Core, what do you think? I would say for me, a bold move is making a choice and taking action, even though you don't know what the outcome is going to be. Oh, yeah. So it's so. a risk. Take action. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Any Anything that feels scary or risky? Yes. Generally, a bold move is something that does feel scary and that you should probably do. Mm-hmm. Yes. So. I agree. I think uh, you... Yeah, I think, sorry. 
Go ahead. <laughs> I just, I'm out. sorry. I keep applying that back to Corey's story. And just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> I, I completely agree with both of those. Yeah. I, I think I know I'm making a bold move when I have that like pit in my stomach or I have that like butterfly feeling in my stomach. Yeah. Like I get that like physical reaction. Oh, you get like a visceral physical reaction from yes. a new thing or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. I kind of so... get that too. Like I feel, or definitely when like the stress is up or, or something like that, like I can feel it in my body. I think most people do like they feel their body change or they just feel like either anxious or it's just a feeling I guess yes um, it's that yeah. it's that combination of like it's scary and risky but it's also really exciting because the outcome yeah. could be really good or it could utterly fail yeah. yeah yeah totally yeah so it's the unknown um so I want to know examples from your own life for when you've made a bold move so this could be I mean, this could be going back to school. It could be a career change. It could be a relationship. It could be a move across the country. So what could was be... it? Could be a lot of things. Could be a lot of things. <laughs> uh, uh, what was a recent example from your life, Cor? I, I mean, I have a couple. Um, yeah, let's hear them. Going back a few years, so this all kind of ties together, but going back a few years, I made a bold move. It was about three and a half years ago. I made a bold move to pick up my whole life and move to Colorado. Mm -hmm. Um, I spent all my money. I had no idea where I was going. I hadn't seen the town I was going to be living in in person. I interviewed on the phone for work. Um, It was just kind of like the mountains are calling and I must go type situation. Um, so I just went, I packed up, I moved, um, didn't all go smoothly. Uh, as I've shared and we did our burnout episode. Um, I shared a lot about how work went and kind of where things were at with that. So I won't go into that, but, um, I started realizing probably about a year ago, that things were going to need to change again. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I got that feeling in my stomach, like, okay, something's going to have to change here soon. I don't know what it is. I don't know how it is. I need to start exploring it and feel it out. Um, and basically that was a pretty long, interesting process. It was very twisty, curvy. It was not a linear path. Um, and it, it ranged at first it was okay where do i want to go and then it became more of a what i need to do for myself so i took a step back from my career and i was working a security job at a hospital in canyon city colorado which was amazing but it, uh, and that allowed me the time to kind of take the bold move to figure out to take a good hard look at myself and change what needed to be changed for me because I wasn't happy. I was very unfulfilled. I was miserable and I couldn't figure out why. And so I had to figure out how to change that and, you know, take aggressive action towards changing that. So that all has been a big part of this process. 
fast forward to May, the end of May. Um, I was laying in bed one morning and I'd been hemming and hawing about, should I move? Should I not? Should I this? Should I that? And it, it was kind of like, okay, I'm picking a date and I'm going, I don't know where I'm going. I don't know what I'll be doing, but I'm going somewhere because I basically had a landing spot secured. Like no matter what, I was going to move to Tennessee. My parents have a house there and I was going to move there. I was going to get a job somewhere. Even if it wasn't like a career, I was going to get a job, but it would force me to move. It would force me to take action. So that set into motion a whole bunch of things. That same day I had my gallbladder surgery because I had massive like gallstones put me to the floor and I ended up in the hospital that, that very day, which was, you know, really great. Mm -hmm. Um, and then just, I mean, I made the decision and I stuck with it. That was the thing is I made that decision and it was time to stick with it. So, you know, a week later I was feeling pretty good about myself didn't have a gallbladder anymore. I lost some extra weight from losing that. And I was sitting there and it was June 1st and I was about to get my hair cut because I hadn't been outside <laughs> in like a week. So I was soaking up some sun about to get a haircut. And I uh, made the bold move of sending you a text message, sending Connor a text message, uh, basically like, hey, why don't you let me take you out on a date because it's obvious what you're doing is not working and what I'm doing isn't working. And we're both pretty awesome people. And I think that we should, we should explore that. And Aww. that was pretty, that was pretty scary. I wholeheartedly <laughs> believed that you were going to be like, Oh, that's sweet. It could have been- <laughs> I don't feel that way about you. Could have destroyed it the podcast. Ended- yeah. It could have ended the podcast <laughs> right then and there. Really? Yeah. I yeah. put it on the line. I put it on the line and it was terrifying, but it could have long backfired. story short, it didn't it backfire. Didn't. It didn't. And although that's not the purpose of this episode <laughs> is to share how that relationship is built. It's been an excellent, it was an excellent decision and I'm really happy I did it. So that like bold move compounded on bold move. And then fast forward another like month and a half. I'm packing up my shit in Canyon city. And I had accepted a job finally, like a week or two before I was scheduled to move. I accepted a position, um, in, in starting a new career, um, doing what I'm doing now, which is the foster care and adoption case manager, which is funny because I thought I would never, ever want to do that. Um, but I just decided that it was time to get back in and really try something in my career field, something I went to school for, something that I'm really good at. Um, even though it terrified me, I was legitimately terrified to get back into a professional job, uh, mm-hmm. a more, a more legitimate career choice because the last time I did that, I experienced, I experienced burnout. That was so bad that like it, you know, it nearly killed me basically. Um, And so it was a huge battle for me to to have the courage to do this, which sounds silly probably to a lot of people. But 
for me, it was all, it was all a mental game. I knew I was capable of doing the job. It was a matter of, do I want to do the job? Mm -hmm. Um, and even after I started, it was very much like, I don't know if I want to do this. I don't know if I want to do this, but it was the determination of, I think I have to do this. If I don't do this, I'm going to regret it. I have to make this decision because this is what the direction of my life, this is where it needs to go. And if I don't do it, I'm going to, I'm going to regret it because I'm fully capable of doing this job and I can make a difference for people. Um, Core, you said the interesting things. The first one was you had this feeling of being unsettled and it was this three-year process of like, things just aren't right. And I think we think of bold moves as, okay, this is a really like rash decision, right? Mm -hmm. But you had these feelings, like they were lingering feelings. And then you did something really interesting in that you gave yourself a deadline. Yes. So I, I like that because it's like other people out there like, well, how am I going to make a bold move? Because it's so easy to get trapped in that contemplation phase of like, okay, I'm unhappy. I need to change my life. I think I want to change my field. I want to start a relationship, but they just get stuck right in that cycle of like contemplation. They think too much about it. Yes. Yeah. They overanalyze it. And they don't act enough. Mm -hmm. Yes. So you gave yourself a deadline. Yeah. Cause I had been debating this for like, before I ever made that decision, I'd been debating it for like eight months and I kind of knew something needed to happen, but it was like, okay, well, I'm, I'm going to do this thing first and I'm going to do this thing first and then I'm going to do this thing. And then I might as well wait till rugby season is over. And then I might as well. So it's like, I could have just stayed where I was at because it was a very comfortable position to be in. It wasn't easy. Yeah. To stay. it wasn't where I wanted to be, but like I was paying the bills and I had a pretty simple life and I, you know what I mean? But it wasn't what I wanted in at the end of the day. Like it was more like I'm missing out and there's things that I need to accomplish. Um, and so, yeah, setting a deadline was actually one of your suggestions. Um, and my mom had the same suggestion too, because I was talking about it to her and she said, pick a day you said pick a day and it was like you like you have to make the decision to to take action otherwise you'll keep second guessing it and whatever and like don't get me wrong if I wouldn't have had a whole lot of help like my dad helped me pack up and move across the country if he wouldn't have if he wouldn't have helped me with that I would have it would have taken longer because I would have had to save more money to rent like a U-Haul or whatever. But I was able to say, hey, I'm, I want to do this thing. And great, I'm so grateful that I have the parents that I do. They're amazing. They're like, yeah, what can we do to help? We want to help you. Um, which I, is, what, I mean, that's what made a lot of what happened possible. So yeah, um, a lot of things had to fall into the right places. And then I had to do a lot of legwork. But at the end of the day... I had to take action. I took action. There was a lot of like hurdles. Um, and there still are, I'm still figuring it out, but like I took action and I'm, I'm down a path now 
and I have a, you know, a vague idea of where I want to be and I'm just exploring it and trying to, you know, do as, do right by as many people as I can along the way. So yeah, putting a deadline on it is such a great strategy. Um, Bones did that for me. Do you remember that Bones? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You gave me an arbitrary deadline. You sent me a random text and you said, Connor, you're, you need to change your life by August 1st. Do you remember that? Yeah, totally. Yeah. And I was like, okay. And then we kind (laughs) of, that was like probably a month and a half, right? Out, maybe a little more. I don't know. And then we kind of like August 1st came around. We never really talked about it. And then you texted me and it was like, everything was completely different for you at that point. You know, you had this new heading with career wise and then old core made his move. (laughs) You know, so like, and I was like, Oh fuck. Well, good for you. It's great. Yeah, it was. Yeah. I think it's a great strategy. Just saying it out loud. Like, yeah. Okay. August 1st, I'm going to make changes. Yeah. Um, And then core, the second thing that you said that was really interesting was um, you created the first bold move created this catalyst and it was like a domino effect. It's mm-hmm. like, okay, I set a deadline and then I started interviewing for jobs and then I asked this girl out and then I moved and then I got a new job. And it was just like this domino effect of one thing after the other where it's like, well, I've already done this, so I might as well do this. Yep. And I, I Bones and I, were we had nerded out about this but it's the man in the arena speech that teddy roosevelt gave Mm -hmm. it's Mm -hmm. like uh you know why why would you watch from the stands when you can be the man in the arena you know his face marred by dust sweat and blood and you know no Mm. don't don't be the person watching from the you know in the stands because you i had to be the one in the arena otherwise I was just wasting time, which is, I felt like that's what I was doing. So mm-hmm. needless to say, I don't feel like I'm wasting time anymore. And I haven't had a whole lot of time to even think about it because life has been such a whirlwind for the last two and a half months, but it's all been, it's all been worth it. it I mean, yeah. if it's, if nothing else, like I have a new direction, I have a desire to continue exploring this and I'm glad that it all has gone the way it did. Yeah, we we had a recent conversation. It didn't really pertain to this, but we were talking about how easy it is to be that like wishy-washy person where if your eyes are open and you're aware, opportunities present themselves all the time. Mm-hmm. Constantly. And it's, yeah. it's so it's so easy to be like, uh, I don't know. Maybe no, I'll do it tomorrow. Yeah. Maybe tomorrow. Ah, Maybe next time. Like it's so easy to be that wishy-washy person. Um, And I am so guilty of doing that. For sure. Yeah. Um, Me too. But yeah, you have to start saying yes to things. And when opportunities present themselves, even if you don't feel ready, you dive in. Yep. Yeah. I think, Uh, you know, like what you said, making deadlines, the reason it's why that works is because it brings you, to a state of being like super aware of what you need to change, what you need to do. Like if you give yourself a serious deadline and even better, if someone else knows about the deadline, Mm -hmm. 
then you had no choice but to think about it and hopefully take action if you're constantly thinking and you really want to do it. Yeah. And it will. It will cause a whirlwind, like you said, Corey, because that's why bold moves are so scary. But that's what you seek is that whirlwind because the normal comforts aren't working for you anymore. Yeah, Bold moves are so... I don't know if they're rare, but they're so... Uh, I guess there's a reason why we're talking about it, I guess, is that we seek the whirlwind. And it's scary when you're in it, I guess. You know. Well, people talk about wanting change. They want this. They want to lose weight. They want... I mean, like what I mean, people talk about, whatever it is that they want to do, but then it's, it's really easy to say that from a distance. And then as soon as you can be motivated for it too. And then as soon as it smacks you in the face, like your alarm goes off at 5am or 5.30am and you got to go to the gym or you're, you're on indeed or whatever you're doing, applying for jobs or like whatever. And it becomes reality that it becomes really scary. Mm -hmm. And it's like, wait, do I really want to do right. this? And a lot of people at that point are like, nah, I'm good. Like, I'm good where I'm at. Like, this is cool. Mm -hmm. I'm chilling. And it's, it takes a whole nother, it takes a whole nother like part of your confidence to take that step. And just, cause if you jump in the, if you dive in the water, you're going to swim. I mean, you yeah. have to, you don't have a choice. Yeah. You're in the water, you swim or you die. So yeah. There's so many times in my life where I've gotten close to something and then I've like backed off back into comfort. That's wild. Mm -hmm. It happens to everybody. Yep. Yeah. And some, Bones, sometimes there's wanna... a good reason for it. Yeah. What's up? Yeah. I want to hear, I want to hear an example recently in your life when you've made a bold move. Recently? How recent? And that's up to you. That's, that's your interpretation of recent. All right, it all started. You, it doesn't have to be recent. Twenty-six you can do years ago. Want. Okay. Um, there are no rules. <laughs> so I think I, I was thinking as Corey was talking, and even before then, like that these bold moves and these actions compound and like build off one another. And once you make one, it'll the next one will be a little bit more comfortable and knowing that you're going to be okay. So I think where I started. really making like bold moves, I guess was rugby for the first one back in high school. I was the skinnier kid, like didn't, wasn't, you know, set out for rugby, but then I went out for this team, made the 10th grade or didn't make it. I just came out of the 10th grade team. And that was so far out of my comfort zone to play a contact sport like that. And it ended mm -hmm. up leading into you know, three more years of high school rugby, winning a state championship, whatever, and then going to central playing rugby and gaining like all the confidence in the world, playing with those guys, you know, becoming, learning how to lead on that team, which eventually led me to the gym. And even like my first couple of times at the gym was with the rugby team. Like I missed one of the Saturday morning workouts. Cause I just didn't want to get up. And I was like, oh, I'll just, I'll just go in there right now. And it was like 11 a.m. And there's no 11 a.m. class. And like, I just walked in the gym and Susie <laughs> was there. And I was like, hey, I'm, I'm here to work out. And in my mind, that was like a big move because that, I don't know, it, Susie put me through a workout and allowed me. Did to, she really? Yeah, 
it was just... okay so this is this is the crossfit gym in mount pleasant for people that don't know right so yeah, this is yes. in mount pleasant this is so he's walk he's not walking into a regular gym like he's walking into a gym that normally has like programmed group classes Mm-hmm. And he's just walking in at a random time where a group class doesn't exist. <laughs> it wasn't there. Yeah, it wasn't it, there. So yeah. I just walked in and like Susie may have been doing like work with uh, uh, the legends. So like the uh, like older el- yeah. elderly people. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, hey, I'm here for the rugby workout. She's like, oh, okay. And like we like had this pretty good experience together. I got to know her a little more. And like without that like move of like, okay, I'm still going to go in even the lazy asshole and earlier in the morning without that i don't think i would have had such a connection at the gym and even from there because we know well me and you know how the story led out like i eventually started working out there more and more with the rugby team and Mm -hmm. then like later on i started coaching and like speaking in front of people that was like some of the Mm -hmm. biggest moves in my life out of my comfort zone were just doing that introducing myself to someone i've never met before um talking in front of people on a daily basis, waking up at 4.30 a.m. Like all those mini bold moves just built my confidence. And eventually I made the scariest decision of all, which was to leave the gym. Mm-hmm. And if honestly it made sense in the moment and it felt easy and this not, it felt easy to do because I knew the other side I had Jess and that's what I wanted, but still it was super scary because I love the gym and I didn't want to leave that comfort. Um, so yeah, you know, even even from the gym, that's where I met Jess, and I made the bold move to ask her on our first date, yes, which was Bones, yeah. I know you have, want to hear the story. You have to tell this story because relationships, beginning relationships, takes a bold move. Oh, dude, I cannot imagine starting like doing what Corey did, I guess, or like trying to get to know someone again, or like like making that first initial move is fucking terrifying. It's so scary because you're mm-hmm. really, really putting yourself out there. Yeah. You could get rejected. Yeah. Hardcore, and some right? people like, some people like, Oh, I could just brush that off, whatever, screw that person. But dude, I mean, if you're a genuine person and you know, it's pretty, it's scary. So yeah. Um, Jess, uh, the move was I'd seen her around, the CrossFit gym, obviously. And then I had just like been randomly seeing her around town, like on campus. And then finally one night she was studying, she was in her first year of PA school. And we had just been like on Facebook messenger at this point. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even have her number. And I just, we, she was messaging me something about PA school and I messaged her back and I was like, all right, I'm going to need you to stop studying and I'm going to come pick you up and we're going to go get you trail mix now, please. <laughs> and she was, I don't even know what her response was, but I knew I went and got her. So it must've been like, okay, yeah, fine. She got in my car and she had like, uh, remember green tree. So green tree is like a, yes, like a it's a little co-op, little co-op. They have soups. Yeah. There. She had like a huge bowl of green tree soup or from green tree. I don't know what kind of soup yeah. it was. She got in my car, like big old coat, and she was just like, she was like, let's go. <laughs> and she wasn't, didn't sound like that upset, but she was just like ready to go. I was like, all right. Yeah. So, you know, we go to Kroger. The story itself isn't crazy, but we go to Kroger. I go for like the, the trail mix and like the aisle, like the planters trail mix. She's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Listen, come here, boy. 
she like <laughs> took me to like the organic section where like the really good trail mix was and like i she tried to pay for it and i was like no i took it i paid for a trail mix and then i dropped her off at home and i got her number and yeah it was a bold move a and bold the rest is history move. yeah because yeah. like every i mean we all go through college and like have our interest in girls guys and and make mini moves or like text them or whatever and that was my experience too like i had plenty of girls that i talked to or like whatever but i would never like had the confidence to like really seal the deal i guess and jess was just i mean totally different on another level which i was like dude i'm like this is the one this is the one i want so that's what i did like i i'm like yeah, and I'm so not trying cute. to be cute. So cute. So, so cute. cute. I'm just trying to just tell my story. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I sealed it. And, like, that's still to this day, she'll, like, roll her eyes. But I know she thinks it's fucking cute, too. It's like, so that, that's, like, my most proud move, I think, is, is like, I don't know, making that move. And everything, like I said, everything from there, like, you gain confidence. All right, that worked out. This one worked out. You know, okay, well now I'm moving back downstate to further my career and I still have Jess and we're fine. And now I'm moving to Houghton and all these big moves that I hundred percent would never, if I look at myself eight years ago or like from when I graduated high school or just started mm-hmm. central, there's no way I would have had the confidence without the rugby team, without learning how to lead without CrossFit worthy hundred percent. And without Jess, like there's no way I would be able to make those bold moves that I'm doing today. Living in Houghton. I don't know anybody. I didn't know anybody, not a single person. And so far it's been awesome. I've met a lot of people, made some friends and it's been a great experience. But like the thought of me making a move like this right now, 10 years ago, was like, no way I would ever do that. But you just got to do it. It's Yeah, it's so interesting. You and Core both said the same thing where it's like you make the first bold move and it's really, really scary and it feels like a huge leap. But then you start to recognize like, okay, like I made that. Everything was fine. Mm-hmm. And I, I could do it again. Like you recognize the feeling and you're like, I've overcome something like this before. Yep. And I will survive this again. I got, yep. I got this. Yeah, I got this. I got, yeah, got like this. boost your confidence. For sure. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it doesn't work out. I mean, there were plenty of times where I really put myself out there like with uh, the conservation officer thing, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes it doesn't work out and that's okay. If you, and it's okay. Yeah. As long as you, yeah. okay, just recoup or what can I do next? Yeah. You know, what's the next, like you always say, what's the next best step? What's the first step I should take? And sometimes yes. it's to go back to where you're comfortable and then figure it out. That's fine. Yeah. There's something called, decatastrophizing mm-hmm. which is entertaining worst case scenarios hmm. so when you're about to make a bold move and you think okay what is the worst case scenario and once you realize like you know what i'm not gonna die everything is gonna be fine it seems way less scary yeah for sure right yeah yeah i totally agree with that yeah um so what about you con (laughs) um i would say i've had a similar history in that there have been a lot of crossroads in my life where 
I've had that feeling of being stuck and having this realization that I am not living the life that I want to live and have decided to change courses or change paths. Um, I think the most recent ones have been, uh, I resigned from a job. I used to work at Central Michigan University. I resigned from that job to become a CrossFit coach. Um, Bones, I remember very vividly having this conversation with you. You were training me. Mm -hmm. And you asked me, you're like, well, I was, I think I was expressing to you that, oh, I'm kind of unhappy in my job. And you were like, well, if you could do anything, what would you do? And I was like, I don't know. I think I could, I think I would want to coach. And you were like, well, then why don't you do that? And I was like, ah, like the wishy-washy. I was like, I don't know. Right. Like the CMU job is so much yeah, benefits and, and benefits. And you're like. I don't know. I just think you'd be happier coaching. And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> but like after like letting that marinate and sink in, I was like, yeah, why not? Yes. Like we're, again, worst case scenario. I was like, I could resign from my job. I have enough in savings that I could survive for at least six months. So I was like, why not give my sick myself six months and just explore this and see if I can make something of it. Yeah. Yeah. And it ended up being a great decision, right? Yeah, it completely changed my career path, yeah. for sure. Um, and then I think the second bold move, like sticking with our relationship theme, mm. is... Mm. <laughs> Connor's going to get mushy. Let's get, oh, get mushy. So Core started to tell that story. He was sitting on that bench <laughs> waiting to get his haircut. And he sent me that text and he was like, hey, how about you let me take you out on a date? And I remember getting that text. Cord, do you remember what my response was? Yeah. Yeah. I, I said, wow, Core, that's a bold move. <laughs> how can I, how say, can no? I say no? <laughs> how can I say no to that? Um, I remember thinking like, I think I told you, I was like, yeah, let's keep talking. Let's hang out sometime. But I remember when you asked me, I was like, he lives in Colorado. That's like, never going to work. Is, I was <laughs> like, when are we going on this date? <laughs> and then I remember, I think it was like a couple weeks later, we like had talked pretty much every day, like FaceTimed every day. And you had asked me to go to that Mumford and Sons concert. And in my mind, I thought that was going to be our first date. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Well, um, but so I was, I had plans to fly to Seattle to visit my dad. And I was talking to Cora and I was like, why don't I just stop in Colorado on my way back? Like I'm flying anyway. Why don't I just <laughs> fly into Colorado and have a layover there, yeah. um, which was really scary for me. That was awesome. That was awesome. It, that was really scary. I had, I had on that plane ride, like going to Colorado, I had so many butterflies. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh. Like, yeah, like low key, this. I was scared for you. 
Oh, oh. <laughs> like I was like, oh, Connor's so nervous right now. I was so Corey, nervous. I knew Corey was because we were texting him about it. But <laughs> <laughs> all right, sorry. I was, I was so nervous on that plane ride, and just like all the butterflies. I was like, I like this is like that was a bold move because I knew like this is either gonna go one way or the other like either there's no we had a great connection we had built this great connection Mm -hmm. um just by talking to each other but it was just like and i i had known Corey. like we had met five years ago he's dropped into the gym more recently with you Mm -hmm. like we've interacted in person but not like with this like new romantic not like like that that. (laughs) like that um (laughs) But yeah, that was that was scary. It would have been way easier for me to be like the wishy-washy, like, oh, I don't know. You're in Colorado. It's not gonna work. You're in Colorado, it's not gonna work. I don't think so. But um just deciding like, no, we need to see each other and we need to like have this in-person connection to see if it's gonna go somewhere. Yep, yep. And it did. And it did. And it did. Yeah. I knew it was. It was all part of the plan. It was really in the works. Well, yeah, Connie, Corey mentioned it was like months, months, weeks in the making, kind of. Was, no, no, that was probably, probably like, like March, March or yeah. April, 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 April. April. We, we started, started sort of talking, talking about, about it. About it. We were kind of poking the bear for a while, like yeah, the yeah. idea, of text, kicking, and it, stuff. kicking it around, kicking around, you know, it around. Yeah, yeah, yeah you guys. We had we have a group text, but you guys were planting seeds. <laughs> Apparently, you were planting seeds. You weren't getting them. No, no, <laughs> no, no. I was. Yeah, that's how unaware I was. See, yeah. opportunities present themselves all the time, and you're just unaware of them yeah, sometimes. For sure. Yeah, I wasn't in the right mindset. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Yeah. Go. Yeah. So, so we've talked about a couple of these, but. So how do you make a bold move? We've talked about like they can be really scary. They can be risky. It helps to set a deadline. Mm-hmm. Um, once you do it once, it's easier to do it again because it can – you just know you're going to survive it basically. Yeah. Uh, what else? How do you make a bold move? I think you, t- you share it with someone. First of all, your idea. Yeah. Because um, that makes it public. It's like a big part of goal setting is to pronounce it publicly or, or state mm-hmm. of someone you're close to that you can trust because then it makes it accountable. Exactly. Yeah. So if, And it makes it real. It makes it real. Right? You bring it into reality. It's, saying it out loud. It's not just a yeah. thought because we all have a thousand million thoughts, but not yeah. nearly any of them get enough airtime. Yeah. yeah. That's what I think. What else? I think, I think um, education. Education. So you have so you a have goal. a goal, you have a, you deadline. Have a deadline, and then, and then you, have, you to have to learn. learn. Like like, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take myself, myself and use and myself, myself as, as an example. example. Mm-hmm. When I when wanted, I wanted to, to better myself, better myself, lose weight, lose weight, whatever, whatever. I started, I started listening, listening to, podcasts to podcasts about about those things, those things. Um, um, which which led, led to, to Strategies, strategies and, and different, different ways, ways to attack, to attack the, problem. the problem, and then and then a clear a path. clear path, a clear a idea clear of idea what, you, what want. you want, and then you just and then you just 
you attack, you it. attack it mm-hmm. with reckless, with reckless abandon, abandon, like a Viking. Like a Viking. <laughs> yes. So, <laughs> Core, you said something really important, which is getting clear on what you want. Most people don't even know what they want. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, Bones, you said another really important thing, which is share it. Like, share it with someone. So we've done, I think we've all done this. Bones, we did it at Worthy, where we did that perfect day exercise. Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah, for sure. So, like, there's this great exercise. Everyone should do it, which is write down your perfect day. This this helps get clear on what you want. And it's, the perfect day is, like, a normal day. Like, it's a normal weekday. Like, when you wake up in the morning, what time is it? Where are you? Where are you living? Who are you living with? How do you spend your day? What do you do at work with your time? How do you spend your evenings? Like it's a normal day and you, you can kind of fantasize <laughs> and you get really clear on what you want. And then Cor and I did this too. Mm-hmm. We did, we wrote down like our dream relationship. Mm. We wrote it down and then we shared it with each other. And I think that's such a great exercise to do. And then to take it a step further and share it because you get clear on what you want. Mm -hmm. And then like you said, Bones, sharing it with someone makes it more of a reality. Like it puts it out in the universe. And then I think the third step to that which is something that took me forever to realize is recognizing that I'm in charge of creating the life that I want, that I have the ability to create the life I want. Mm -hmm. I think before I would just like, I was a bystander. Like I was just letting life happen to me. And then more recently once I actually wrote down those things, like, this is what I want my relationship to look like. This is what I want my career to look like. This is how I want to spend my free time, like writing those things down and getting really clear about them. And then, like you said, okay, what's the next right step? Like start taking steps down that path, Mm -hmm. even if they're little steps, like every day, start taking steps and create that life. Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally. That's great, man. I, the fact that you guys like did that relationship, you wrote down your ideal relationship. That's pretty fucking bold too. Yeah. It could that be was like a make like or break. Like the first we, week we, were we were talking. Yes. Yeah. We did that really early and we did. Um, so we talked about it in terms of like all aspects of our, of a relationship, mm-hmm. like uh, religion, finances, kids family um intimacy like all mm, of it yeah. all all aspects that's real that's nice. real nice. <laughs> God. you know it's- but that was that was scary yeah. like that was scary because we did that in our first week of like talking but like that set the tone of this is what we both want open and communication then, yeah setting the tone for open communication yep, yep. yeah Mm-hmm. you know that i love that and what's crazier going off your perfect day is i think over 90 95 percent of the people that did a perfect day scenario 
and they did the study that all of them or of that, you know, people like 99 for 90 to 95% of them still said they go to work. Oh, yeah. yes. And whether it was their job they currently have or a job that they want, they still said they woke up at a time, they did some sort of work that they want to do, which is mm-hmm. super interesting, right? It's It gives you purpose, right? Yeah. It's like people are either really living their purpose right now or they're totally not. But either way, they want to work. And yeah. So I thought that yes. was really interesting. Yeah. In my, In my perfect, perfect day, day, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go, go to work. work. <laughs> you're the you're the 10 percent i'd wow. wake, wake up in the middle of the mountains, mountains and just, just be a mountain well, man in my perfect day i'd wake up and i'd ignite my lightsaber and i'd jump in yeah. the yeah. x-wing yep, but yep. you know <laughs> yep, yep and i'd fly to dagobah and scoop you up and we'd go have a beer <laughs> bow blast of womp rats and our t-16s mm. but you know yeah good good food yeah mm. <laughs> Uh, all right, fellas, any last thoughts on bold moves? Any closing, closing remarks? Any, uh, I think, wasn't there a, (laughs) there's a story, right? There's a legend of old, a whisper in the night winds. (laughs) There's a star in the hallway. Okay. Okay. All right. So, so this, this is, is going to be, be fairly, fairly censored. censored. But it happened. So, <laughs> this, this past weekend was, was one, one of my, my closest, closest friends' weddings. weddings. His, His name is Tempo. Tempo. We, played we played rugby, rugby with Tempo, Tempo in college. And he's a pretty, pretty funny, funny guy. guy. He's got, he's got lots, lots of friends. He's, he's nice, nice to, to everyone. everyone. Uh, just, just generally, generally a, a, a good, good person. person. So, so his, his wedding, wedding was this weekend. weekend. And uh, there's, there's probably eight guys that we went, went to college, college with and played, played rugby, rugby with, with. Got, got into lots of shenanigans. Let's, um, let's hear about them. Don't delay. I want to know the juicy, meaty stuff. <laughs> so <laughs> we, all we all met, met up, up and... Things, things just, just took, took right, right off like, like we, we never, never graduated. Um, drinking, drinking copious, copious amounts of all sorts, sorts of different, different alcohols in, in really, really fast ways. ways. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's a hell of a way to put it. Yeah. yeah. Been uh, drinking. <laughs> It, it sounds, sounds bad, bad when you say, say it that way. <laughs> um, <laughs> so long, long story, story short, short of it, I, I, I ended up having a little, little too much. much. And I was, I was exploring, exploring the hallways of the, the hotel. hotel. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you say it like that? <laughs> At about, about 4 a.m. And... Just, just wasn't, wasn't really, really myself. myself. I, was I was missing, missing some things. And, and it, it was, was a fun, fun little, little adventure that I can't, can't share the specifics of. But he was only wearing a shirt. He didn't have anything else on. <laughs> yes. He was yeah, shirt- I was like, share the specifics. Shirt dicking it. You were shirt dicking it. Went through Can the I... elevators. 
Yeah, can I just share part of this story from my yeah, perspective? Yeah, please. That's really what I want to hear. Yes. Yes. So. I'm just lucky, lucky I, didn't I didn't get, get caught. caught. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> 27-year-old man. Yeah. yeah. Rome's hallways in a dick shirt. Yeah. <laughs> okay, sorry, Connor. <laughs> I was at this wedding. I I left. When the reception was almost over, I left. I was like, all right, see ya. Have fun. I'm going to bed. Uh <laughs> Core went to the after party, which I, when he came back, I have no idea what time it was. He walked in and he like lied down in the bed, went right to sleep. I was like, okay, he's back. He's sleeping. Great. Um, I don't know how much time passed. He got up. He was really thirsty and he knew there was Pedialyte in our refrigerator because I had put it there. Oh. For some reason, he pulled the refrigerator, the mini fridge, out of the cabinet and put it in the middle of the floor. (laughs) Could not get the Pedialyte out of the refrigerator. He stood up. He was wearing his, like, undershirt. Oh, God. And he he stood up and he took his underwear off and he walked towards the bathroom. And then I heard a door shut. And I was like, okay, he's going to the bathroom. And then I dozed off and woke up. And I was like, oh, my God, what time is it? Is he still in the bathroom? I got really worried. I was like, oh, my God, is he okay? I got up. Walk towards the bathroom to make sure he was okay. There's no one in the bathroom. <laughs> so I was like, where did he go? <laughs> His underwear is on the floor. Oh, God. He's not in the room. <laughs> I, became I became one, one with, with the, the force. force. <laughs> My, My clothes, clothes were just, just there. there. I am one with the force. And the force yeah. is um, walking the hallways. Okay, go on, Carter. A few more minutes pass, and then I hear this, like, really little knock at the door. It was, like, <laughs> just barely a knock. And I opened it, and he's standing there with just his shirt, no no pants, no underwear. And I looked at him, like and I was baby. like, <laughs> yeah. I looked at him, and I was like, where did you go? And he goes, I went upstairs. And I was like, oh, my God, you went upstairs? I was like, you went upstairs? And I was like, why did you go upstairs? And he goes, that's where I was needed. <laughs> And I was like, oh, Core, did you see anybody? Because in my head, I'm like, if he went upstairs, he was riding the elevator in this hotel. And I go, did you see anybody? And he goes, yeah. <laughs> and I said, who did you see? And he goes, I don't know. And then he like walked back in the room and like went back to sleep. And so. And that's. That's. that's yes. But we. <laughs> We got up the next morning and I was like, did you ride the elevator? You're like, yeah, I think I did. And I was like, you know, there was some security guard (laughs) working third shift that was watching you on the security camera and you just made his whole night. Story of the year. You're going to be in their training videos. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Not my my brightest brightest moment. moment. Hey, but you know what? It was a bold move. Yep. yep. It didn't yeah. uh, seemingly pay off for anything, but no. you know, sometimes you have to balance your serious bold moves with your drunken, weird, fun story bold moves. <laughs> and it's a fun story. We'll hold it forever. Yep. yep. Yeah. Yes. Good job. Yep. Good times. Good, Good times. times.
times. Yeah, I think that will be our closing remark. I think that's sufficient. That's, that's a good, good way, way to wrap it up. up. Yeah. That's, yeah, Put a that's bow perfect. On it. Put a bow on it. All right, guys. Until next time. Yes. We'll see you, fellas. Peace, Peace out. out. All right. Bye. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the Weekly Warrior Podcast. If you did enjoy it, again, scroll on down, leave us a five-star review. Only takes one second, and we really appreciate it, and it helps us out a lot. Share this thing with a friend if you liked it, or share it on your favorite dang social media platform. We party on all of them, Instagram, Facebook, except not Twitter. So don't post us on on Twitter. We won't respond because we're not there. But hey, if you like Twitter and you want to use it, feel free post away okay i've gone over on the twitter thing as always get off of social media too and take what you learned here and put it into real life guys thank you for listening always discover the warrior within bet mgm has an unreal deal for sports fans in virginia turn five dollars into 150 dollars instantly when you place your first wager at bet mgm simply download the bet mgm app and sign up using code champion 150 then place a five dollar wager on any sport you'll receive 150 dollars in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome and if you think the fun stops there the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store check out daily promotions same game parlays live bets and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.